locally made, naturally delicious. Just For Him is famous for fine cigars, pipes, pipe tobacco, and gifts for guys, but Just For Him is also a sportsman's paradise. Just For Him has cups, mugs, wall lights, rugs, all for your favorite team to get this. Springfield's largest gnome army. Gnomes wearing the jerseys of your favorite teams. When it comes to sports fans, there's no such thing as too much stuff for your favorite team, so start your collection or add to it today at Just For Him, Battlefield Road, Fremont Center, and at JustForHim.com. for another snake draft on the Elijah Har Show. Come on, slither it Snake it snake. Vote for your favorite list on Twitter at 933KWTO or on the Elijah Har Show Facebook page. Welcome back to the most popular portion of the show. It's the snake draft. Halloween is coming up in 11 days and we decided not to wait You've got 11 days to watch a few horror movies, so we're going to pick our top four favorite horror movies a piece. That'll be 12 total movies that should give you plenty of movie-watching time. Garrett's obviously going to pick one that doesn't belong, and that'll give you 11 movies in 11 days leading up to Halloween. <laughs> this is not my area of expertise. I, I'm you know just going to be was, He was very honest up front. He's like, I, this is not what I'm going to be good at. So, Sandlot 2 is, is that... <laughs> That's the number one horror movie in, it's got in the a world. Scary, it's got a scary little element to it. My, when I was a child, I thought that the girl we've talked about earlier was scary cute. I'll tell you that. That's about all I can say. I also said that one of the requirements of this draft yeah. is that you have to have seen the movie mm. you are picking. So I think that's pretty go fair. to the top 100 scary movie list and start naming off movies you've never seen because we're going we're gonna to talk about each one of our selections. Brother Noah, in honor of you being here, we're going to give you the first pick. Of my return to the golden EIB microphone. There you go. Ah, well, this one's going to probably seem pretty no-duh, especially with a a sequel or prequel currently in the theaters. But I'm going to go with The Exorcist. The Exorcist, for me, is one of the... There aren't very many horror movies that I can watch more than once and be scared when I watch it again. You know, you get scared the first time. And then you watch. But then it you again. know where the jumps happen. You know all the jump scenes, all that stuff. The Exorcist is one of those few movies that it doesn't. I've watched it probably half a dozen times, and if I go home and put it in tonight, which I very well might, um, I, it will. There are still multiple scenes in that movie that will that will make me that will be scary enough, or just out of the corner of my eye, something will be off that I'll, I'll pause the movie and I'll take a break to go get a drink. There's enough scenes in that film that are that way. The word to me is dread. Mm -hmm. There is just a feeling of dread because the movie, it's almost a slow descent into darkness and there, it just, it fills you with dread. And there's, I think particularly there's one scene I always remember and it's pretty simple. It's just, it's like a wall and there's almost like the outline of a face that sort of like, it's like, a, is it there or is it not there on the wall? But there's just a sense of dread that pervades the celluloid of that film. And every quote-unquote jump scene that is in that movie, and it does have one, you know they're coming and you still get scared. Yeah. Even on the, the, once again, sixth or seventh viewing, you still get scared. That, to me, is a perfect scary movie uh, for Halloween. And they've done it a dozen different ways and a dozen different times, but nothing 
approaches the original. It is the 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 epitome of a good horror movie. Yeah, and a part of what I love too is the priest that was not some well known actor. Yeah, and that yeah. that to me really resonated because it was it was somebody that you you can't. When you see him, you think of The Exorcist. You don't think of him in another movie, which I thought was a really good thing. Same thing with Linda Blair. She she became famous for that role. Yeah. All right. Horror, horror movies I always think are interesting because I feel like they launch a lot of careers. They're usually low-budget films, and it's very actor or actress-centered. Oh. And so you, you go you through the list of people of who got their start in the, in a horror movie, and yep. it's extensive. Yep. So I'm I'm gonna take a little bit of a newer one. Is it my turn, Elijah? It I don't know how this go, works. Okay. Go ahead. All right. So uh, obviously this isn't my area of expertise, especially when it comes to classic horror movies. I haven't seen a lot of them. I've seen clips and I'm like, ah, if I'm not gonna be scared, then what's the point? I'm not one to just watch a classic '70s horror movie just for tradition's sake or or because it's a classic or anything like that. Uh, but there's one movie that has genuinely kept me up at night. And I genuinely didn't want to drive home afterwards because it freaked me out so much. Uh, Jordan Peele movie called Smile. Have you guys seen this one? Mm, I have before? not seen good Smile. Movie. It's a good movie. Smile. It's a. I think it's like a commentary on grief. That's basically a chain of um, people who have witnessed suicides, and it just continues on. It's framed as a, a demon or a spirit jumping from person to person through seeing the death, but it, it's really just a commentary on grief and how to handle loss and. It's got a great twist at the end that I'm not going to spoil. What you think is the ending isn't the ending, and it's it's just awesome. It's gruesome enough to where you it really makes you feel what's going on, but it's not so gruesome that it's like, oh, there's another head chopped off. Oh, there's a, a blood splattered more across the screen. They're really picky with how they do gore, and I, I really like that in a horror movie. One thing, and you may have known this, when when Smile was getting ready to come out, they... The, the marketing for it. Yeah! Oh. Yeah, the marketing was really, was really so, well done. Uh, the baseball games, they would have people get like behind home yep. plate with this creepy smile thing on their face, and you would see these people randomly at baseball games. Super good marketing yeah, it was for a, It was guerrilla marketing at its finest, I thought, yeah. And I would agree, shock horror, like just gory violence to be gory horror this one has a few of those things that are gory and shocking but it doesn't just delve into that and rely on it yep and you never know what's happening i always like that in a horror movie not i i like having my hand held a little bit just so it's not a random dumb ending where it's like oh it was a cult the whole time but you didn't know the cult existed but here you go (laughs) that's a reference to a movie i might pick later i I know the movie you're picking (laughs) my girlfriend made me watch the movie we're all talking about it's still a good We'll get to it later. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure if anybody, I'll pick it because, again, my list is really short. But Smile, absolutely loved it. All right, uh, I get the, the, the wraparound. So first I'm going to go with one of the most award-winning horror films of all time, The Silence of the Lambs. Um, that was a movie that on the first time I watched it, I'd heard so much about it. I was like, oh, this is pretty good. I've watched it over and over, and every time I gain a new appreciation for the film, it's super fascinating. It actually has a very, very good sequel. Um, although, well, not it has a very good prequel to it. Um, but it, in my mind, is a very complete horror film. And it also won, I think it's one of the only two movies to ever win the top five uh, Oscars in the same year. Best Director, Best Picture, Best Screenplay, Best Actor, and Best Actress. And Anthony Hopkins, listen, iconic character, his, his portrayal of Hannibal Lecter, 12 minutes of screen time, Remembered forever for that single role. Silence of the Lambs is going to be my number one pick. Good point. I mean, you cannot beat the Silence of the Lambs. 
And and it's one of the few that I think the sequels, obviously they're not as good as the original, but the sequels were really good. Very solid movies in and of themselves. Yeah, Hannibal's just okay, but the uh, when they did the prequel with Edward Norton and uh, the um, name's escaping me, but that one's phenomenal. It's super, super well done. All right, wraparound pick number two. I'm going to pick The Omen, 1970s movie with Gregory. Did I steal yours? That was my second pick as well. It's classic. Garrett, have you seen The Omen? You know I haven't. Okay. Uh, Gregory Peck plays, I believe, an ambassador uh, for the United States. His uh, wife has a child. It's unclear if it's adopted or not adopted, if it's unclear if it's his. It turns out that they begin to believe that the the child is going to be the Antichrist. Uh, I'm going to say the same thing about it as as Noah's movie. The feeling of dread that pervades that film, you you have this helpless feeling that things continue to happen, and every time the best laid plans of oh we can fix it this way, and then everything goes terribly awry, and you just you feel more and more helpless, and so the dread builds on you throughout the movie. Also, I think might be wrong, but one of the very first movies that ever used the chanting of monks for a lot of the big scenes. And now, of course, it's been used and abused in all the scenes um, in all the movies. And then maybe one of the greatest on-screen deaths of all time, uh, a classic flat sheet of glass decapitates one of the people, and there's a very slow-motion scene of the head spinning down the glass. Uh, it's just top-to-bottom fantastic movie if you listen about 35 minutes in it is me that is chanting as one of those so just you know a little that was that was back in the gregorian golden days huh (laughs) now uh, the omen obviously they remade the omen uh leaf schreiber i believe was the one that was a decent remake decent movie it kind of like the manchurian candidate it was a, a solid remake but it didn't have the sense of dread the original and i think it didn't there was really nothing different where I'm like, oh, they remade it because they thought this part in the original didn't work. It was basically just a remake to remake it. And if anybody does decide to watch this, which I suggest, the, the, the audio on the film is not great. And there are certain scenes that are super important, but you can't hear what's being said very well. So you like, you have to turn the volume way up. I, there's a couple scenes with Gregory Peck where he's like talking to a doctor. And you can't really hear, but if you turn it up enough, you can get little clips of things. Again, adds to the suspense of the film. Great You're right, choice. The audio was was garbled. All right, Garrett, back to you. Uh, my last pick was Smile. I'm going to stick with the one word uh, oh, I thought you were going to say going to stick with all Jordan Peele films. So You I, could do that. I really could, <laughs> and, I'd, and I, I would be thrilled with all of those <laughs> picks. Actually, I have seen a majority of those. Um, you guys can argue if this is horror or not. I think that the fact that somebody could exist like this out in the world is scary enough on its own. I'll go split. Ooh, the original great night, film. I mean, just fantastic all the way through. It centers around one guy, multiple personalities, and he, you know, he's trying to get help, but at the same time, he's not. It's just, it's freaky. It's a, it's a pretty freaky movie, beginning to end. He he lives in. I'm I'm pretty sure like under a zoo is where he ends up living and he works at the zoo. He gets fired. It's just it's a creepy, but it's scary the, movie. It's the ending that makes the movie. Yes, it ties it into an original movie that you don't know is going right. to happen. And that original is one of my all time favorites. And um, yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, you don't know it's a sequel until it's a sequel. Right at the very end, there's I mean, a legitimately the last minute of the movie yeah there's a scene this is a little bit of a spoiler but it's it there was a sequel to this movie so it's an assumption now that's fair where he um you think the bad guy is dead and gone and over 
And then you see him crawling on his feet and hands away really fast. And it just, oh, it gets me every time. So it's split, such a good movie. It's, it's a psychological thriller. I was not thrilled watching it, though. It was terrifying. All right, it's wraparound time for me. So I will go with, this was a super atmospheric horror for me. I'm going to go with The Strangers. If you haven't seen The Strangers, it's basically uh, a couple that's out you you took one that was on my list. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, it's, it, in to, in my mind, one of the most underrated horror yeah, movies. Absolutely. And, and basically, it's just a family that that stays out of the house, and and people show up that they and they don't know what's going on. And the again, the atmosphere on the strangers. Yes, there's some jump scenes. Yes, there's a little bit of gore, but overall, it's more atmospheric than anything. Another movie that I've watched multiple times, and still, each time I watch it, I get that just sense of foreboding, like, oh, no, I know what's coming, but it's still bad. It, you're right, there are jump scenes. There are also scenes that are not jump scenes that just... There's a scene where a person's standing in the house, and, and you think these people out of the house, and then somebody just sort of walks out behind them... And you, you, like it, it, you feel like you're going to have a heart attack and then they just walk back away. Nothing happens. There's no pounding beat, no surprise, but all of a sudden you're like, they are in the house and you don't know it. And you can feel yourself just wanting to like relay that to the character on the screen. But they, because they don't cheapen it with a big beat, it, it, it makes it even better. Absolutely. Well, we could, we should have left even more time. I feel like we're running out of time on this already. (laughs) All right. Third choice. Uh, gonna go with a made-for-TV horror. Uh, it's like, gosh, three and a half, four hours long if you watch it as a movie. It's a Stephen King called Storm of the Century. Um, what probably, in my opinion, the best bad guy ever in a movie, played by the actor Colin Fior. Um, who is an underrated actor. Very underrated. The, he portrays Andre Linoge as the guy's character who ends up, well, I won't give it away if you watch it. But again, super atmospheric. It, you have to be okay with with the way the filming is for a, a made-for-TV movie once you get around that. But super, super good movie. Um, if you're a Stephen King fan and you haven't seen this or read the book, definitely recommend. Great one for in the winter because it's based around a, a super wintry story. Have you read the book? Have read the book. Okay. Is yeah. the book good? Yes, very good. Okay. Most of Stephen King's books are better than the movies. Yeah, that's that's pretty. There's always just a lot of stuff that you just you, you have you to. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But I'll, I'll go with Storm of the Century for my third choice. So I've always wondered about horror books because I'm not a big movie guy Like when it comes to scary stuff. So obviously I haven't really gotten into the book side of things. Not a big book guy, to be honest with you. I just like to stick to the good old no, B-I-B-L-E. But uh, <laughs> so I, I was, I've always been <laughs> curious about that. Uh, real quick, just in case I forget, you can go right after the show on X or Twitter, 933-KWTO to vote or listen to the entire draft on there as well on Apple or uh, Spotify podcast. We're running out of time, so I'm trying to get that in when I can. I was going to do our like a bonus of our least favorite, but we're not going to get there. We're not. We're just not going to get there. Um, I'm going to go. Yeah, I'll st- I'll stick with Jordan. Us. I, it's a little recency bias for me, but golly, it was. It's one of those movies where afterwards you have to turn Us on something fantastic. else. You have to turn on something else and watch like uh, I, Billy Madison or one of those like classic Sandler movies to get over because. It's a success in the end for the family, but it's not actually. And there's still a whole bunch of stuff. It's still a global issue that never actually gets resolved. It's kind of like where the book ends with a question mark. And you're like, ooh, 
what happens next, you get to decide, which I usually hate, but it was really good in us. Um, all right, so I get my third and fourth pick. Uh, third pick, I'm going to say the original, but the remake's just as good. I'm going to pick Cape Fear. Ooh, um, movie, uh, again, another Gregory Peck yep. film. The original with Robert Mitchum. It's about a, uh, a lawyer who is being terrorized by a guy that the lawyer had testified against in a case years and years earlier. The, the person goes to prison. When he gets out of prison, he comes and begins stalking the lawyer and his family, putting him in just a terrible position. It was remade uh, with, with Nick Nolte, who wasn't great, but Robert De Niro was incredible as the uh, Max Katie, the villain in the movie. Cape Fear, just a sensational horror movie. Uh, top, top of the line all the way up and down. Um, final pick, gone back and forth. Um, on, on which one to go with my final pick. I think I'm going to pick this one, even though I'm not 100% sure it's my my, my fourth pick. I'm going to pick The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Um, it, it, you're right. The Exorcist, probably the best exorcism movie ever. This one, v- very different because it's half courtroom thriller, half exorcism story. Um, but it's a true story. And I, I think as far as getting the the terror right and also sort of doing a dry read through of it because they do the courtroom scenes. I think it's fantastic. I also think it brings up a lot of themes of like how people deal with their faith when you um, are in the church, not in the church, had been in the church. A lot of those issues rise to the fair. And I, I think it's a good movie. Great choice. So obviously I haven't seen a single one of your picks, Elijah, but uh, you've got, they you got 11 good. days. I do have 11 days and I am on a movie watching horror film rampage. So, but this one I actually saw uh, in my room by myself with my stepfather. I, it, my stepdad says, "Hey, Garrett, it's Halloween season. We don't want to watch scary movies in this house this year." He was on a kick, like you know that people get on where oh, the, you know there are demons that can come through the TV screen. So I watched this in protest by myself in my room. It's called "Would You Rather." Um, oh, I don't know yeah. if anyone's seen it before, but yep. a, a, a really rich guy organizes a dinner party. It's got that classic sort of setup where. They eventually, it's would you rather do this or do this, and then it actually happens. Um, it's been a while since I've seen it, but it's it's decisions like, you know, um, cutting someone else's finger off or cutting your own finger off. I mean, on the gruesome level, it's pretty high. It ranks pretty highly, but, um, you know, the, the terror and the horror of having to make those decisions, the illusion of choice throughout the movie is just, I think it's brilliant. Critics didn't like it. Audiences didn't seem to like it, but Garrett did. So it's Garrett my fourth did. pick. All right, I'm going to go with a little-known choice in number four with one great, actually multiple famous actors, Matthew McConaughey, Bill Paxton in Frailty. Oh, that's a great movie. Frailty man. is a great movie, basically. About Elevated a, considerably about four-fifths of the way in. Yep, yep. Uh, definitely. Yeah, you have to watch the whole movie. The first half of the movie is still good, it, it, but it's less Horror and more like a family story. Yeah. And then it, it turns more into horror. Great film, though. Highly recommended. And once again, not some shocking, graphically violent movie, uh, but definitely delves into some some really cool stuff. We got just a shade of time left. I'm going to ask you guys what you think the most overrated horror movie is. I'm going to start. Uh, I think it's Halloween. The original Halloween, John Carpenter's Halloween. Great music. The movie is boring it's just not that good i i don't know why it became such a classic but i have tried to watch that movie and enjoy it i think some of the remakes are awesome the original movie leaves me cold every single time 
I'll, I'll throw in the one we were talking about earlier. I, I, I thought was, you were just going to throw another Jordan Peele movie in. No, I was afraid I was going to pick it and have to defend it, but now I can be honest. Hereditary stunk. The whole movie, I thought it was so the absolute worst. There's, there's some parts in Hereditary. When when the little girl gets it in the car, that that part got me. Sure, that was the, that was the peak that was of the, the entire of the movie. movie. Everything after that was not very good. That part just broke me. They never told me why I should care. And then a random devil cult comes in to raise a demon that I've never heard of before or since. It was it was stupid. It was a mess band. I'm not going to go with overrated, sorry. I'm going to go with my favorite comedy horror one <laughs> that may not have been watched, may not have been heard of, which is Slither. Love oh, Slither. Amazing. If I've you've heard done, of that one. If you the haven't seen Slither, awesome. you have to watch it. All right. We're out of time. You can vote at 933-KWTO uh, on X. Me and Elijah tied in the last draft, by the way. Best duos. Quote of the day. As I was going up the stairs, I met a man who wasn't there. He wasn't there again today. I wish, I wish he'd go away. We'll see you Monday on the Elijah Hart Show. As I was walking that ribbon of highway, I saw above me that endless skyway. I saw below me that golden valley.